up? It's Josh. It's Mitch. Hey, let's talk about youth. Hey, let's do it. This week on Let's Talk About Youth, we're going to talk a little bit about the Bible. The Bible and, and the proof of the Bible. Yeah, why it's important to us Yeah, as Christians, as guys, as youth pastors, but why it should be important to you as students. Because guess what? It is important. That's right. You should know why. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. Excited for you to be here with us. First podcast, First episode one. podcast. Let's go. Let's talk about you. Yeah. Had some technical difficulties. Don't worry, we're back. Podcast number one, you know. It's crazy. Podcast number one. Been talking about it for a minute. Yeah. It almost didn't happen thirty seconds ago, but now it is. Now we're here. Yeah, we're so pumped. Uh, just talk to a bunch of students and talk about life because that's what we do. We live it. We want to talk about youth. Yeah. You know, we. I was saying I love podcasts. Um, I listen to quite a few. Um, weekly, you know what I'm saying? Like two different sports podcasts. I listen to uh, a financial podcast that comes out a few times every week. Um, and, and I've dabbled in like youth ministry podcasts. Mm, nice. My problem with them, not like no offense to those, but for what we do, Josh, it's about youth ministry. It's not about the youth. Yeah. It's about like how to do youth ministry, um, which is cool and great. And by no means do I think we're the best uh, at doing youth ministry um, totally. in the nation or wherever, but I want to talk about youth. I don't want to talk about youth ministry or how people yeah. like us can better do our jobs. I want to talk to the students. Yeah, totally. I That's such a big difference. And what I'm here for and what you're here for is to develop relationships with students. And, and we hear from you guys. We hear from everyone. Like, what are these big, hard-hitting questions and then sometimes it's hard to get the answer. And maybe you have questions yourselves. And we want to talk to the students about their life, not, hey, how do I get them here? We want to go to where you are and talk to you about the questions that you have. So I think that's huge. It's such a big, a little minute difference in the statement, but, man, it's so different. So it's really exciting, like, just to be able to be where they're at. And it's going to be different than, like, sermons, you know? We're not going to... We don't want to like preach again at kids or yeah, yeah. or stuff like that. We just want to talk about what's going on, what we see happening, um, how we can address that. Things that just pop into my head are like school right now is weird. Coronavirus school, crazy. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about you know who you're called to be as as a student, as yeah. a Christian student right now. Um, when man, it's probably so easy to cheat. It's probably so easy not to do your best. But like what? What are you called to be as a student, you know, in school? Whether that's now when coronavirus will hit, and then maybe we we talk about it again when kids are back in like normal school and and back face to face or whatever that looks like. But uh, the most important thing, Josh, is that we're always going to bring it back to scripture. Totally, we have to. We have yeah, to. We have can't because I'm no expert. You know what I mean? Like you're not an expert in school, Josh. No, I mean if you count all the years I went, then I sh I'm close to an expert. I'm basically a doctor, but uh, no, I'm not an expert in school. But the expert like evidence we want to go to is the scripture, totally. And so I think bringing it back to that and addressing that idea of school, you know, from now, okay, so what changes and what doesn't change about how I'm a student. Because, yeah, things are different in the way that school is, the format. Mm. But I need to be 
a Christian now and a Christian then. So things are going to be the same, but maybe a little bit different. So we have to go back to scripture and look, okay, how am I a student in general? Totally. So we just want to spend a little bit of time talking about, you know, why the scripture is that important. Why are we going to put that much emphasis on whatever we're talking about? I mean, heck, we could do a whole podcast on culture and the state of our country and oh, politics yeah. and, and what that means and, and and even how that applies to students yeah. who don't even have a vote in all of this. Um, we'll talk about drinking, I'm sure. We're going to talk about relationships, I'm sure. We're going to freaking talk about TikTok and a podcast or whatever the cool thing yeah. is eventually. But we're going to bring it always back to the Bible because it's these awesome, awesome description. It's this awesome example. It's this awesome laid out plan for your life, for my life, and for every student's life. Um, yeah. It's not something that applies to them later or eventually, but it applies now. And uh, why should we believe that? Why should we accept that? Why should we trust these words in a book that was written 2,000 plus years ago? Totally. Um, is what we want to really dive down and, and break into today. Um, maybe we should real quick pray before we jump yeah, into that and then it. and then we'll hit some stuff we got for him yeah let's do it well uh i can just do it real quick lord god we thank you for this time we thank you that we got to jump on a podcast something new something fresh uh yet we know that you are going to speak through this time even the few minutes we have the captive audience lord god speak to them may you just bless this time and may it all point back to you so we love you lord and we thank you and we praise you in your name we pray amen Amen. Amen. Yeah, I I love what you just said. I I think that even though this book was written years ago, it is so applicable to us right now. Yeah. And the people that are listening, all you students, well, maybe you don't believe in Jesus yet, or maybe you do when you're looking for evidence that you can point people to him. And we want to do that. We want to bring the just foundation like more confirm it more in your minds like hey why do i trust this and you had a good point earlier we were talking about this how the bible isn't the reason necessarily i believe in jesus right but it is uh huge evidence and because i believe in jesus i believe in the bible maybe you want to talk about that for a second yeah you know i think i encountered jesus or, or had a relationship with jesus um because not not just because of scripture. I guess that might be the best way to say it. You know, I grew up in a Christian home. My dad's a pastor. Um, everyone in my family is saved in, in my immediate family. And um, so I grew up always going to church, always, you know, knowing a decent amount about the Bible for my age. And uh, but but I, I lived with people that were living a life for the Lord. And really, I, I ended up moving schools in sophomore year of high school. I went from private Christian school to a public school. And honestly, I pinpoint that as when I got saved. That first day at Torrey Pines High School, um, I was in Spanish class, Senior V, Senior Viegas. Senior V. You know, I don't know the date like some people do. I know exactly where I was. Yeah. Um, I was in Senior V's class, closest chair to the door. That's where I always sit in case I got to get out quick. Um, and that's where I decided, you know what, I need to make my relationship with Jesus like my own, I need to have a relationship with him. And that was, that was from, yeah, sure. What I knew of the Bible and 
what the Bible told me about Jesus, what I experienced other people living, and what I believed to be true, both from what people said and what the Bible backs up. And like, hey, you know, heaven and hell are real. Sin is real, and I can't, I can't get rid of my sin on my own. I, I'm a sinner, and that means one thing: I deserve not to go to heaven. I deserve to go to hell. And Jesus made it possible for me to go to heaven if, if I accept him as my Lord and Savior and if I have a relationship with him. Not that salvation is this one-time decision, but it's something that um, we should continually be deciding each and every day. You know, the Bible says to take up your cross daily and follow him. Um, but, you know, I made this decision, a combination of Scripture and, and seeing other people live their lives, um, parents and family, other kids in the youth group that I was a part of, um, how they live their life and, and had an impact on me. So it wasn't scripture purely or my trust or faith or, or knowledge of scripture that led to my relationship with Jesus. It was a little bit of exposure to that. But really, you know, this this relationship with Jesus started. And, and because I believe in Jesus, I choose to believe in the word. I choose to believe in the Bible. Yeah. And because I have a relationship with Jesus— um, then what he says I hold as truth. Um, and, and then there's other things that I'm sure we'll talk about that back up, you know, why this book written so long ago has stood the test of time, you know, or or evidence, I guess, like I was saying earlier, evidence that this book was in fact inspired by God, yeah. right? That, that God gave these words to the authors to be written down. Yeah, it's crazy. I... I mean, everyone's experience, like when you become a Christian or in the process of getting there is different, but there's a consistency in our God is Jesus. Our God is God, you know, yeah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. But how you get there is different. You were in senior V's class next to the door, ready to get to lunch break or like get out of that parking lot or whatever exactly. it was. Yeah. Um, I remember mine, I, I, it was because I was making fun of my older brother, and I was like a kid, I was younger, and it wasn't just that moment, you said it's about a consistent choice, you know, you don't just say, necessarily just say the prayer, right? I mean, the Lord will save you, but it's a constant choice, Yeah. so maybe that's the moment I remember making fun of uh, my older brother, Tommy, and uh, I just remember calling him names, and then I went back to, like, I got in trouble, like I usually did. And then I went back to my grandpa's room and he told me the truth. And so from that moment on, it's a big process, make mistakes, whatever. But there is validity to scripture, which in turn just points back to Jesus. Right. And that's something that from when you're five years old or 10 years old, or maybe you don't accept the Lord till you're 30 years old or 40 years old, it's still a process and your life kind of leads you down that path and uh, the scripture is, is the Bible is just evidence to Jesus. It's not everything to your point, but it is evidence to Jesus. Um, and I know there's a lot of people out there who have questions, questions about the Bible, questions about, you know, you hear co conversations about contradictions and all that right. that goes on. And we're not going to talk about everything because, like you said, that could take forever. Yeah, forever. But we were talking about we want to give kind of some biblical proofs of of what what the bible says i think a, a great place to start would be like john 1 1 you were talking a little bit about that yeah absolutely don't know if you want to read that real quick talk a little bit about it 
Yeah, John 1 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Um, he was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. Um, another verse says that that God himself holds the Bible, holds Scripture higher than his own name. Um, but this John 1 1 is saying, like, hey, you know, the, the gospel's all at the beginning, except for Mark, because he's, you know, action-packed, real quick gospel, but... Matthew, Luke, John, they all give this beginning talk, this beginning part of, you know, usually it starts with Jesus's lineage in Matthew. And then, and then Luke, we get into the angels visiting Mary and Joseph and and Jesus being born and all the, the description from Luke, the doctor. And then John goes all the way back to the beginning, right? Before there even was our beginning or an earthly beginning, but we had God. And he always was. And and saying here in John 1, 1, at that time, before there was time, this Bible, the Bible existed. It was with God. In the beginning, uh, the word was with God. This word, the Bible uh, that we read today. You know, I think something really simple too, Josh, that I've noticed in my own life and in people that I read about or study is um, the less we read the Bible— the more we doubt it. You know what I'm Crazy. saying? There's guys like, um, I think Tolkien, the, the author of Lord of the Rings was one of them who, who set out to disprove God. And the more he dove into scripture, the more he believed and the more he accepted and ultimately became a follower and accepted Jesus as his Lord and savior because he was so in the word. And for students right now who, who might be struggling with it, I, I think, you know, we talk a lot about struggle, Josh, you and I, um, whether we're teaching yeah. or just personally, but struggling with, you know, where we are or, you know, am I doing what God wants me to do is a question you and I ask often. Yeah, um, big time. You know, I heard a simple answer at a concert I was at one time that was like, only people who believe in God ask that question. And if we believe in God, like we're, we're, we're in such a good place. And you might be, as a student, struggling with Scripture. Your friends or teachers or even parents, people in your own house, might be saying, that's, that's junk. That's, yeah. that's crap, right? That, it's not real. And you might be getting these outside voices. And I would say, that, hey, the simplest thing, we're going to talk about some more stuff, but the simplest thing that I can say is, man, you want to believe the Bible, you want to trust the Bible more, read more of the Bible. Dang. Learn more about God. Because it's that same thing we talked about at the beginning, like, I believe the Bible because of my relationship with Jesus that allows me to have a relationship with God, right? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but through him. So I have this relationship with Jesus. That means I believe the word. The more I read the word, the more I learn about Jesus. Therefore, the more I believe the word. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. That's, I mean, that's so rad. I, I think about the Bible, and I think from little kid to now, I mean, when you start reading the Bible, it's this book. Right. Totally. It's got stories, pictures in it. Yeah. It's got the stories. You're like, I read the whole Bible. It was like a hundred pages <laughs> right. of like little animated characters. And then it becomes this giant daunting book. And we talk about all the time. I don't like to read. Yeah. My reading's hard. Totally. But I think that the value, there's an a priceless value of reading the word because that is your life. You should you should be in the word all the time. You should be reading it as a student. And I, I hear you. I relate to you students. Like, 
reading, homework, all that kind of stuff, it's not fun. And sometimes it can feel that way right. when you read this. But there is value in it. And sometimes you don't see it right away, but I promise you later on there is value. It's kind of crazy too because I feel like, you know, you're saying there's there's so much validity or there's so much importance to scripture there's so much application yeah. to scripture and the reality is in today's day and age like i got the bible in like a m- bunch of different languages and a bunch of different versions in my pocket at all times bones um and i can search i, I can search whether it's in the bible app or i can search on google and be like dude i'm struggling with this what does the bible say about mm. x and it's never been easier to find what the bible wants to say about my situation like it was, it was a lot harder pre-internet, totally. right? When you're like, dude, what does the Bible say about this situation? Now I can look it up and I can find pastor's influence or pastor's commentary or ideas on, hey, this is what the Bible says about that. Let me break that down. Let me explain that for you. Yeah. Or I can just straight go find verses. Be like, hey, this is what the Bible talks about, X, Y, and Z. Boom, a application to my life. Yeah, and I think, and there's obviously struggles in that too because there's so many people out there seeing so much stuff yeah. if you guys aren't in the bible and you're not reading it for yourselves and you yeah. just go straight to a pastor as your source instead of the actual bible right you're gonna get mixed messages of what the bible means and says so there is a ton of stuff out there and like google it iphone samsung if you got that or whatever you it. have check it verify it yeah do your own research dive into the word just spend time trying to figure out answers to questions. I, I think sometimes it's daunting to, to open up the Bible and say, where should I read? I don't want to just randomly turn. And, you know, we always give you little little things like read a proverb a day or whatever that is. Yeah. But if you have questions, I would suggest read the Bible about those questions right. and find out what what's an answer. Let me not just go straight to somebody who's older than me. Uh, go straight to a commentary. Let me just ask the Lord. Let me just dive into this. And uh, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit. The Bible is what what's important, but the actual validity. You said, and uh, thousands of years old, right? This book was written forever ago. And yeah. so you're like, oh, is this just a history book? Is this just some random text? It's like a nice little book. A lot of people say that. Yeah, it's been translated so many times. Yeah. Right? It, uh Contrary to popular belief, the the Bible was not written in English. Ah, I asked um, that question like two weeks ago. So, yeah, it's been it's been translated from language to language, and and what you know, how do we know that this book that we're reading, this this scripture that we're reading, this Word of God, is what He said it should be, two thousand plus years ago? Um, you know, we're. Biblical scholars would assume and 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 believe that Job is the oldest book written not genesis that's first right yeah in the book but job uh, is the first to be written down and even you have some of these books of scripture that uh, at first were passed down verbally they weren't written down they were passed you know father to son or father to daughter family to family um word for word you know even now um Jewish kids will uh, memorize the first five books of the Bible yeah. word for word. That's and it's keeping that tradition alive, right? So, so how do we know that that those words from so long ago are the same words today, and that what God said two thousand plus years ago, He's saying to us today now? You know, when the Bible says it's living and active, yeah. What evidence do we have to to back that up? Other than hey, it's talking about every part of your life. Look, yeah. look at it, read it, find those things. But 
you know, historically or what's the evidence for the validity or the the proof of the Bible? Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, we talked about doing this podcast and we talked about it however many months ago and, you know, things are crazy. That's why I think both of us are so passionate about it because we believe the Bible to be true. Yeah. You know, and it's not something I've necessarily ever doubted to be true. But as you get older and it it becomes actual words and not picture books, Mm -hmm. not that there's anything wrong with picture books, like whatever, uh, you want to just trust that source and believe it. And, and it's real, like sharper than two edged sword, like living God, that's who we serve. And, um, so we were talking about it. I found, I, you know, we were trying to research, think about different things. Um, and we talked about spending more time on this, but we decided that, man, that's not the, just the proof of the Bible isn't the most important thing, right? but it's something that brings more validity to somebody that you're. It, it might be something that people ask you as a Christian questions too, yeah. to try and poke holes in something or an opportunity for you to be a good witness of like, you know, like, oh yeah, the, the Bible contradicts itself or, you know, the Bible's just a bunch of different guys wrote it yeah. and it, you know, it's, it's whatever. And for you to be able to have some answers, there's, you know, if people don't want to believe it, they're, they're sometimes they're not going to believe it no matter what you say, but hopefully to equip you just to have a few more tools in your belt to, to say, Hey, you know, did you know this though? Or, or yeah. whatever, like, yeah, yeah. what about these things? In addition to, I have a relationship with the author, God, right? Yeah. The, the author, God, that's funny. Um, but so true. Like I, I, I want to have evidence cause people are going to come at you. Like if you're a believer and profess Christ, you are going to get people that come at you. Students come at us as youth pastors. Yeah, students, what's up? We're ready. But um, there's a verse. I want to read it to you guys real quick. It's First uh, Peter 3.15. And maybe that's you guys right now. Like somebody's coming at you and like trying to poke holes, like Mitch said, into uh, your belief system. But it's First uh, Peter 3.15. It says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. So maybe that's you right now. Maybe somebody's coming at you and they're like, hey, I don't believe this. I can't believe you believe this. How could, why is your God even loving? Like all these different things. Um, There's some practical evidence you can give them. It's something called maps, right? This is a simple thing you could remember. Um, to help you explain to others there's validity in it. And it stands for manuscripts, archaeology, prophecy, and statistics, Mm. right? And we could talk a lot about all of those things, but I think the one that stood out probably to you and to me was this idea of prophecy. Yeah. Like the Old Testament prophecies that came true, the New Testament prophecies that came true, and there are so many prophecies that they couldn't happen just randomly. Right. And, And so... Even in that most basic sense, that is evidence of the Bible as truth. Right. Like from our perspective, it's not just a religious book that we say, yeah, and it feel like this was real. Manuscripts, archaeology, prophecy, and statistics. So, I mean, those prophecies should give you confidence in what you believe. Right. And you have prophecies that are contained within the Bible, right? A prophecy from the Old Testament that comes true in the New Testament like yeah. Jesus and how he was born, how yeah. he was to come, where he was going to be born, and what his life would look like, death, all of these things. Um, but you also have prophecies in Scripture that that didn't come true 
in scripture, but have come true in recent years. Totally. And by recent years, I mean like the last few hundred years with like Israel becoming a nation again um, and things like that that you can look up and, and find on your own. But you have prophecies that happen in scripture, prophecies foretold and prophecies that those prophecies come true um, to say, hey, this is cohesive. This is consistent. And this is predicted and then happened. Yeah. And then to back that up even more, you have prophecies that were told and then came true that that we as people or believers are living and and living out and witnessing even now. Yeah, I mean that's just nuts. Like if if you uh we have a leader here Aaron loves prophecies. If you ever want to, you know, you're around talk to him. He loves prophecies, but I I think of a prophecy that's crazy to me to think about is that Jesus was never going to break a bone. Mm. Right? And the way he was you know, killed on the cross. Right. When they wanted to speed his death up, they break the legs of the people who are crucified. Right. So, so they couldn't they, breathe. You can't hoist yourself up anymore to breathe, right? He's hanging there. He's just trying to get any breath he can. So they're like, let's just hurry this process up. So they'll break their legs. That is tradition. That is how they That's do the it. That's the Roman way. Roman way didn't happen with Jesus. Right. And that was a prophecy that was fulfilled and that is a simple like old to new testament prophecy but that came true it can't just be happenstance and and like people who were eyewitness accounts who saw these things and innumerable amount of them that say the same thing is just evidence to the proof that the bible is real yeah there, it, someone made this illustration of like if you were to cover the whole state of texas in silver dollars right yeah whole state of texas what like two feet deep Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it was like two feet. Two feet deep, whole state of Texas. We were just thinking about driving out to Texas yeah, to see Braden Nicolosi win the state championship, but um, it's a long drive. It's like 19 hours. Yeah. Uh, but the whole state of Texas, two feet deep, silver dollar coins, and the odds of all the prophecies in the Bible coming true, which they all have yeah. so far. Yeah. The odds of them happening are like someone hiding one gold dollar in the, in that whole state of Texas, two feet deep, silver dollars, and then throwing Josh out of an airplane. Hey, let's go. He can skydive anywhere he wants in the state of Texas. I'm landing. He goes down, lands, reaches his hand in wherever he wants, and that two feet deep in silver coins pulls out the one. That, that's the odds that, of these prophecies crazy. happening. It's not like, hey, here's a prophecy. The sun's going to come up tomorrow. Like It's not stuff like that. These are huge Low odds yeah. prophecies. Yeah, low odds. That's a good way to to put it. They're impossible things to get, predict are going to happen, and they come true. Yeah. So, I mean, it's how rad is that? Like, the Bible is full of them, and that is just one reason. Like, from an evident, evidential? Evident, sure. Sure, whatever. That's a word. Yeah. Right? That's the evidence yeah. of the truth and the, the realness of this And, and that's a huge one. You know, prophecies, there's, there's statistics, there's crazy numbers, like, what are the odds that, you know, however many authors there are over these 66 books aren't going to make some tell a story a different way or make something yeah. up or, or be inconsistent, and they're not, and that's incredible. Over 2,000 years, this book was ri Wild. written, and it was consistent. Th there's a bunch of other stats. Manuscripts, for me, is big. Mm. Um, as I study, like, there's primarily two different manuscripts, two original texts yeah. that we go to or that Scripture is translated from. So usually... You're not like, oh, we, we translated to, we use New King James here at Horizon, but um, when they go to like, hey, let's write it into a new language, which we've 
we've helped write the book of John into three different languages. First time they had any part of the Bible book of yeah, John. I can't read them. <laughs> um, but they don't go from like new King James translated into their language. Cause you could have problems in translation where totally English doesn't translate well to the Anabonese, which is one of the languages we did. Um, tongue they go back to the original manuscript and they translate that original manuscript to that language. their language and that's what allows this super old book if you will um to be consistent over all the years as as yeah. they're translated again into languages or just different versions they they go back to those two original manuscripts bro that like that's wild if you think about that that is just crazy that one they found them Right. And then two that they were proven to be translated correctly. And then now they can be translated in a bunch of languages and still are translated correctly. Yeah. And so we could talk about evidence all day, but we wanted to give you guys proof of why we want to do this podcast from a biblical perspective. Totally. Because me and Mitch believe without a doubt that the Bible is real. And here's my biggest thing. Like, in kind of wrapping it up, Josh is, you know, I would say, you know, if this is important to you, but someone you're struggling with, you know, I'd kind of go back to what I said of like, Hey, get into the word. But what I'd like you to do is, is get in the word, commit to something, maybe just like get into a plan, like a seven day plan in the Bible app, right? Oh, it's yeah. going to tell you what to read. They're so good and too. Yeah. It's good. It's easy. It, you're like, somebody's feeding that for you. You're going to get in the word, but here's what I want you to do is I want you to, to do that. And then I want you to watch, and to see how that's going to affect your life in that week. Because what you've read, I guarantee it, what you've read during that week somewhere is going to pop up into everyday life. And, and something you've been reading is going to connect. Or something you're reading might connect with the next podcast we're going to do. Or the youth message that you're going to throw up on YouTube. Or the message that you might come sit in on yeah. a weekend. Or heck, don't know if you guys know this yet, but Friday night, youth, youth service, service in person, going to be back. Big and time. all of a sudden, what happens when, you, when you're when you in the Word is it's going to start connecting. God's going to start connecting it. Yeah. You're like, yo, you didn't trust it? Like, watch this. Yeah. Josh is going to talk about what you were reading. He didn't know what you were reading this morning or this week in the Bible. I do because I'm God. And I'm going to put those words in his mouth and be like, yo, student, proof that it's real. Mind blown. Right. Mind blown. It happens all the time. Yeah. Literally every time you read the Bible, like Mitch said, that will come to play in your life, whether it's this week or next, even the same day, an hour later, it's it happens. And so, yeah, we are pumped to just bring that truth, right? Let's talk about youth. We want to talk about what hits you, what what questions you have about the culture, about politics about like questions you have social media family dynamics all those things like let's dive into it mm -hmm. but let's come at it from a biblical perspective and like mitch said get into the word and and even simple and never like be mad at yourself if you miss a day we'll get in it the next day yeah you know like everybody misses a day so don't be all like oh, i missed a day let me miss two weeks because i've done that you know, in the past, like, you're like, ah, oh, I messed up. I didn't read it today. I'm not going to do it tomorrow. And then right. it gets easier. Like, get into the word and get plugged in, man. We, uh, we're we so pumped to just be here talking to you guys. Yeah. I think uh, if I could say one more thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I used to, I feel like we used to get taught all these cheesy sayings. Yeah. When we were in youth group. <laughs> yeah, big time. And I think we've been, like, 
oh man, those are so cheesy that we, we don't teach them or communicate them again. Yeah, yeah. But they're so good. Like I, I'm thinking right now, like what Bible stands for. Like remember what we were taught the Bible stands for, like B-I-B-L-E. Oh what does gosh, that stand for, yeah. Josh? You know, you remember? No. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> wow, I forgot that. It's so cheesy, but like this is what the Bible is or what it should be in your life is basic instructions before leaving before earth. we go to heaven, before leaving earth. Yeah. Like how we're to live, not like this hard way to live. Yeah. It's 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 hard because it's contrary to our, what our flesh wants to be. Yeah. You know? Um but it's the best way for us to live because of the, the things God promises it will lead to in our life, including yeah. heaven, yeah. but not just heaven. Yeah. Um, but everything it will lead to, it's the best way to live your life. Basic instructions before leaving earth. That's so good. I don't, man, there's so many of those things that I forgot about, but like they impact your life. Totally. And, and, uh, we're going to bring you some of that. We're pumped to be here, uh, with you guys. So keep, keep, uh, posted. We're going to be putting this out every week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And thanks for listening, giving us your time. Other than that, we're stoked. Let's talk about you. Tell your friends. Yeah, let's talk about you. Yeah, let's talk about you. Uh.